Yet, have you ever heard that good fences make for great neighbors? I don't know what you're talking about. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. We're excited to welcome you to another episode. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And together we get to share techniques, thoughts, tips, and tools that we all need. We all deserve you, I, everyone. So we can turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the best life possible. And we're going to consider, does your home give you or rob you of peace? That's a great question. It's like, are you listening to your body? And your mind in relation to your home and what's it telling you about your home? Like, is it too cramped? Is it telling you because you're arguing too much? (laughs) Well, we've been there, right? And maybe you haven't been and you can't even understand that because you love the closeness and the proximity with your family. But for us, what it was telling us, we need enough space that we can each have our own home office Mm. because if you put us too tight and you don't give us a solid core door separating us Mm -hmm. from each other when we're working, it, it can get to be ugly. So it isn't, sometimes it's not even the amount of space, but it's the layout of the space. So a totally open concept home doesn't work for us. So is the layout serving your family and your lifestyle? Other people say, I want to be with my favorite people all the time. Mm. And it would work if it had, it wouldn't work if it had walls and doors and separation. So really what you're saying is, does your home match your vibe? Yeah. Does it? Does Mm -hmm. your home match your vibe? And, And if it doesn't, can you modify your home so it does match your vibe? Or no matter what you do to it, is it just not going to work? Or is it robbing your peace because there's too many things undone and you don't have the finances or the time or the ability to complete those things? And so it's kind of, we talked about it in our Devo this morning, actually, is it crumbling around you because you don't have the time to put into it, just like a relationship can crumble around you if you don't put time and effort into it. Right. And one of our clients that we just met with the other day, actually, we were out showing them, showing him new properties and his house is working for him, but it's really that he can't stay on top of all the little things all the way around him in the house. It's starting to become a burden and the house is starting to show signs of it. And sure, you can pay somebody to do some of it. Mm-hmm. You can, and he yeah. could, and yet it's still robbing him of peace to even have to constantly have somebody in his home to help him take care of it. Mm-hmm. So is it crumbling around you, not because you don't have the money to do it, but because it robs you of peace to have to even get someone else involved. Right. And now we've also noticed a lot more traffic. COVID has kind of settled down. Our population has increased mm-hmm. more people back to work and the traffic is getting more and more. So is that commute home and and to work, is it robbing you of peace if it's too long or poor, poor um, routes that you have from your home? Mm-hmm. Is that talking to you? So when you come home, you're already, you know, you know you're right. coming home to your sanctuary, but is it really right. creating that feeling for you? 
Or some of our clients find the commute not long enough because they need, well, because they need the time to wind down. Yeah. Right. They, they prefer the country drive versus the city. Well, yeah, because once, once you're out of the city, mm-hmm. then the, the, the t- extra 10 or 15 minutes where you're driving on a country road with no traffic is actually peace giving well, for many people for many people and so when we're sort of exploring these things we're not saying to you that there's a right and wrong answer because there actually isn't a right or wrong answer for everyone there is an answer for you that works better right mm-hmm. we talked about open concept is wonderful for one person and horrible for another yeah yeah and i think what we're really saying is remember when i said your vibe does the house, you know, does it have your vibe? Does it attract you? And same thing with the Decker team. It's kind of weird, but I'm going to do this segue here. That if we, our vibe attracts you and you feel connected to us, we'd love to stay connected to you and communicate a little more with you. And you can do that by sending us a brief email to together at Decker team. And we'd love to connect and be more involved in a, in a deeper way. Yeah, we would love that. And when we think now about fences making great neighbors, yeah. um, I, we can't open with that and not kind of unpack that because I'm yeah. still confused. Well, let's say you're, and, it, and it's, uh, it didn't say fences, it said good fences. Okay. So we've, we've had, you know, people want to sell a house because a neighbor, they don't get along. Right. So a good fence may cause that to stop being a problem. Or maybe the fence is in the wrong place and you're having disagreements with your neighbor about whose property it's on, who needs to maintain it, all of that stuff, right? So that's why I say a good fence makes for a great neighbor. And in some communities, you can't have a fence Mm -hmm. or you can only have a short little fence because of the restricted covenant. And if that's a problem for you, then we got to make sure we didn't buy it in the first place. Or if we did buy it and now you need a fence and you can't have one, people have moved for that. Absolutely. So think about what is your body, your mind telling you about the space that you're living in? What are you kind of, and we ask this often, but what are you pretending not to know? Hmm. And look at how it's showing up. Do you find yourself a little more agitated when you're at home versus when you're out? Right. That may not be about the people in your house. If it's about the people no. in your house, then you want to get story. some relational counseling. <laughs> but if it's more about the space or the environment, then think about can you make the changes? Mm. If you can't make the changes, then we would love to have a clarifying conversation with you to help you see what your options might be. Can you renovate something and mm. it fixes everything? It could. But like we had a client who sold their house mm-hmm. because they couldn't park their RV in the laneway. It was a country property, huge laneway, lots of room for, you know, two RVs and six cars. And they weren't allowed to park there because the restrictive covenants of the of the subdivision didn't allow it. Right. And if you're thinking, what are restricted covenants? Because we speak in real estate lingo. And most of the time now, it doesn't show up in a clause on the agreement. Nobody goes to research what the restricted covenants are. Although, I think it's a great idea. If you're in any sort of organized subdivision that was really 
probably registered after the mid-80s. Before that, there wasn't a lot of restricted covenants. You just had to deal with city bylaw. But a restricted covenants is in addition to, on top of what the city bylaws are. And it was really established by the developer when they developed the subdivision. Lots of the stuff has to do with how you're going to build the house and how big the house is and those kinds of things. Exterior finishes. Exterior finishes. Like but some of it has to do with how you can live in your space. Yeah. And restrictive covenants run with the land. They're right on the title of the property. Now, sometimes people break restrictive covenants and nobody complains, nobody neighbors, they don't care, or they don't even know you're breaking a restrictive covenants. So they don't care. So you get away with it. But sometimes there's homeowner associations or whatever, and then there are sticklers on that. Well, and if it's based on complaint, so depending on who your neighbors are again, Mm-hmm. Um, it may or may not be a problem. So it's really just be aware. Right. So the question is, how is your present home affecting your well-being? And we love this show because we get to be positioning ourselves to help build wealth wisely because it's much more than just about the money. Yet I just love all the stairs in our house. Why? Because I stay healthy chasing you up and down them. (laughs) Yes, you do. So we're excited that we've created for you free access over 587 Life's Inside Track episodes where we share insider tips, making house home, how to grow wealth and build lots of passive income even. We're thrilled that you can get access to them from home, from the office or on the go. And what we're going to explore this time, Mm -hmm. there's always an exploration on this segment of the show and that is is our home is your home physically helping your body or is it harming your body does it work for you in this season maybe it did when you bought it Mm -hmm. does it still because i hope you wouldn't have bought the house well you wouldn't have for sure mr decker and i'm hoping you wouldn't have bought a house that didn't work for your physical body at the time at the time and life changes right our health changes lots of things change seasons seasons you know right now my knees are good my back's good your knees are good your back's good so we we live in a two-story with uh, tall ceilings which means you have a couple extra steps to go up or down and it works for us and our laundry's not on the upper floor it's it's down on the main floor Uh but most of the laundry's created where upstairs upstairs and i put it away upstairs so i get a little bit of extra workout in but i actually count when i do the laundry i count that as part of my physical movement of the day Right. Right. Because I will sometimes count if I'm having one of those days where I don't feel like really getting into movement, like exercise movement. And everybody that's listened to this episode or these shows for any length of time knows I don't like the word exercise, but that's my burden, not yours. So if I want to get into movement, sometimes I will allow myself to go from the top floor to the basement as many times as I can in a day, moving things up and down because that works for me. Mm -hmm. Other people go, is it that annoying? Well, not in this season. But maybe in 20 years, I will find that a little more annoying. Yeah. Stairs can be one of the biggest things we have where people say, oh, I want to move to a bungalow. Mm. It's because of stairs, whether they're outside and they get snowy and icy or they're inside. Those stairs can be a hazard. Like I have a friend who's uh, just 
just in his early 80s. Yeah. But he was telling me the other day that he wants to maybe look at getting a bungalow because he's unsteady. So he can't go up the stairs. He loves to go up the stairs with his coffee and his snack. And he can't go up holding two things. He can't hold a coffee and a book or something. And it exhausts him to go up and down the stairs many times because he has to hold on to the railing. So the two-story is starting to not work for him. Right. And you talked, so that's hard, right? Like that's, Mm -hmm. you. so you want to think about, and I know you are, right now if you're tuning in, you're going, I love stairs or I don't love stairs. And maybe it's got nothing to do with stairs at all. It has to do with whether you have a garage or not. What's it like in the winter when it's time to clean off your car? Mm-hmm. Now, truth be told, for I some have to people, clean it's my just car clean, off, but it's self, self-inflicted, self-inflicted because right. I just need to clean out my garage. Right. So some things can be changed just by a change in behavior mm-hmm. rather than a change in address. Right. Keep the address, change the behavior. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I hope we're good for you because you're good for us, and we we learn so much when we're preparing for shows for you. And if you'd like to stay better connected with us, like we would with you, we would love if you would send us an email at de- together at deckerteam dot com and just say we'd like to stay connected. Then we'll we'll connect with you uh, with newsletters and different different articles and different things that we're producing. And then you can stay connected with us. That would be awesome. It would be. And the great news is once we're staying connected with you, when we have a workshop, when we have a special event, you're always the community, the Decker team communities. Well, I'm going to say first, but well, second to know about it because the Decker team family gets to know about everything very first. Who's in the Decker team family? Because that's confusing for some people, maybe. Okay, so the Decker team family are the clients that we've had the opportunity to help buy, sell, and invest in real estate and those honorary family members that introduce us to other clients, even if they've never had the chance to move since we met them. Mm-hmm. And then the Decker team community are those people that want to stay connected, want to hear what's happening in the market, treat what we're providing them as sound, solid information and counsel. Yeah. You know, one of the reasons I don't like my stairs? I don't know. Don't tell Cheryl. Well, I've already told Cheryl. Cheryl's our trainer. She sometimes makes me run the stairs up and down, up two stairs at a time, down one stairs at a time. And we, we work out in the basement. So it's two flights of stairs up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. So that's sometimes why I don't like them. Okay. But I <laughs> thought you wanted to work out and stay healthy. But I do. So it's, a, it's two sides of the same coin. Right. It's paradoxical. It is. And maybe you're saying, but I maybe you could just move the location of your laundry. I'm thinking about one of my clients right now that the space in the house isn't adequate enough to move the laundry. And there's health issues that means they can't, they exhaust themselves almost immediately from doing almost anything in their house. Mm -hmm. But their house suits them. They like the space in the rooms. They like pretty much everything about it except where things are located. And so maybe you're thinking the same thing, but can you put a laundry unit in a closet? Can you move it from the basement to the main level? Can you move it from the upstairs to the main level, depending on what your lifestyle demands? Because again, there's no right or wrong answer. Mm -hmm. There's just a right or wrong answer or a best answer for you, right? Because right now what they have to do, so that's why we're moving them, is 
they have to go upstairs, do the laundry, stay there until it's all done, if it's three hours or four hours, before they can go back down because it's exhausting. This is real stuff. Yeah. It's not just exhausting because they're out of shape. No. There's a physical ailment that, yeah, yeah. that's creating that issue. And like you say, if you can move the laundry, great. But if you can't, maybe it's time to to move houses. Yeah, because we want our houses. I think it's the intention. Our houses are supposed to serve us, not us serve our house. Mm, I like that. Say that again. Our houses are to serve us, not us serve our house. Mm, right. And so if it just doesn't work for you, let's explore it. We're totally happy to unpack and see if there's things that can be done, recommend, potentially introduce you to a contractor, somebody that can come and give you a design consultation to see if these things can be done in a sensible way mm-hmm. or whether even after you do them, the house still doesn't work for you. It's just no yeah. longer great yeah. in this season. And then we, we sometimes have people that move because they don't feel safe. Not necessarily because anything's happened, although sometimes there's a break-in or whatever. But most of the time is they just don't feel safe for whatever reason in the neighborhood. Uh, maybe there was some crime somewhere down the block or whatever. And maybe you want to move because of that. And that's just fine. We're there to help. Yeah. It's it's a phone call or a connection, a clarity conversation really is just a setup for you to be able to make an incredibly wise decision. Mm-hmm. We're not attached to the decision, but sometimes having a sounding board can reveal things you already know, but you're not allowing yourself to actually know. Oh, absolutely. A sounding board is 100% wise. Mm-hmm. And we believe that your home should be a sanctuary for your body and your for, for your soul, and it should not harm your body. So together, we clarify your options because wisdom will flow. Achoo! Do you have allergies? Are they getting to you? Maybe. We're excited and thrilled that for over 30 years that we've been able to come alongside you, not only selling, buying, and investing in real estate over 3,117 times, coming alongside you to build your fund, build your faith, build your finances, and even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside of your relationships. Really, 30 years of building your life, your home, and your wealth. In this segment, we're going to discover, could some of the chronic issues that you're dealing with in your physicality as well as your well-being be connected to your house and what can we do about them does it mean a move or does it mean we can address them Mm, so what you're saying is your health may be connected to your house your health in your house could be well (laughs) often is connected okay all right so what types of things might cause you know that chronic fatigue or you you just you don't feel have any energy or you feel winded going up the stairs and you just, it's become your new normal, right? And so sometimes you don't even realize how sick you are because right. I've just been living with this for years. And it catches, it, it sneaks up on you slowly. And then all of a sudden it's like you can't barely recognize where you are or mm-hmm. who you are. Yeah. Right. So could it be, and we have seen this, unfortunately, with different clients of ours, um, where it's an older home and is there adequate ventilation in the cellar 
right? Or mm-hmm. is it sealed adequately? It could be both a ventilation issue and or a ceiling issue because is there mold getting into your house? Are you living in mold spores? And maybe for one person, it's not an issue. For another person, it's a bigger issue. Some people have respiratory issues or are just more prone to mm-hmm. things affecting them. So yeah, do let's, things Let's say this about you? mold because some people get panicked. Or, oh, get, there's mold, mold everywhere. Mold. There's mold outside in the air, and yeah. some people are allergic to being outside because yeah. of the quality of the air. And they can actually have better lifestyle inside because right. we can filter and control that air. And that being said, many houses have more mold inside than they do outside. Right. And if that's the case, and you can actually get uh, inspections done um, is Paul Battle still in the business? Yeah. I think he is. He's- so an environmental assessment uh-huh. at least tells you what's going on. So I'm not saying for sure every health issue is connected to your house. And there's and, a surprising yeah. number it's possible. that actually are. And maybe you have no health issues. So then really there's nothing to worry about because your home isn't making you sick. Right. But if you are sick... Let's not rule out that maybe the home is doing that. Right. You know, recently a um, family member was hospitalized yeah. with Legionnaire's disease and it was because the hot water tank was turned down too low and bacteria had grown in the tank. And then when you're showering, that bacteria got in his lungs and caused severe pneumonia and Legionnaire's disease, which, which then... He almost perished, like very, very close, right? And that was simply his home. An element in his home was making him sick. Easy fix. Yeah. So not everything's a hard fix. No. Right? So it... What it was an easy you, fix to fix him, but it was an easy right. fix to fix the home. Right. <laughs> so what we're asking you to do is, like, observe what's your body, what's your mind, what's your well-being telling you Mm -hmm. and possibly about your house. Do a little bit of investigation. Invest some money in assessments. Buy, like, find out, do you have an excessive amount of radon gas? Do you potentially have contaminated water? And by the way, radon gas, you can't Smell it, see it, taste it. It's invisible Mm -hmm. over the long haul. If you have too much of it, it is cancer causing. And so you can get a relatively inexpensive test. There's home tests. There's even home tests. You put them in your basement and they examine it and it tells you how much radon gas there is. And, And most basements have some, but there's simple methods to fix it, like sealing where it's coming in and then creating a fan, a, a positive airflow out of the basement, out to the outside, gets rid of it, and you're done. Exactly. But you don't know it's there unless no. you check. So you, you got to do some investigation. If you're feeling great, maybe there's nothing to investigate. Just enjoy your home and love it, right? <laughs> and if it isn't, then sometimes it's that a move is actually needed because no matter what remedies you do, where mm-hmm. your home is, the amount of outdoor allergens because you're better in a more... Um, Controlled environment. Controlled environment mm-hmm. may be an answer. So it's not always that you can remedy everything, but I would say probably 80 or 90% of the things that ail us in our home that make us sick, actually mm-hmm. sick, we can remedy for not a lot of money. Yeah, there's some simple things like a HEPA filter will take yeah. out a lot of the allergens out of the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's UV lights. If you find everybody's getting 
um, sick frequently, you're getting lots of colds and flus, then maybe what you need is an air exchanger. And if you have an air exchanger, maybe you need to clean your filters. Um, you also <laughs> That's a big deal, actually. <laughs> like, let's not stop on that. We were just doing a home inspection with one of our clients the other day and opened the air exchanger. And it was like, that's what's being blown through the house. This thing was filthy and had probably been that way for a really long time many years many years because although it will accumulate pretty quick this was an accumulation Mm -hmm. and so it's the thing isn't even doing the job it was intended for so maintaining the elements in your house that are meant to help with air quality is such an easy thing to forget about because you don't see it it doesn't show up even your bathroom fans and, of course, these are things we notice when we're looking at homes with a buyer no, or we're setting up a home to get it ready for market where you look at the fan in the bathroom and it's just coated with grease dust and, and dust and dirt. Which, and that gets blown, but it gets blown around. Well, sucked. it sucks out. But what's more important about that fan is it actually spinning at the right RPM and is it moving the amount of air out of the room that it was originally designed for. And many times they're not because they're so coated with that dirt and, and and it's, it's basically lint and fluff and everything that it sucks up in there. Right. And it can, it can clog the, the, uh, the vent going out your dryer vent going out can become a clogged and be well, a fire hazard. Fires. Yeah. Fires. And yeah. that, that's bad for your health too. Yeah, it's fire. pretty awful. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's things you can do, especially, you know, maybe you've got baseboard heat and baseboard heat's going to be coming more in and so is um, heat pumps yeah. because fossil fuels are just going to get more and more expensive with the carbon tax and everything that way. But if you have baseboard heat, you have very little airflow in your house unless you have a separate air exchange to, to draw air out. Right. So that might be worthwhile to invest in something like that. Mm-hmm. They have UV lights that will kill bacteria in the air that yep. go inside the furnace. Um, and, and I think you mentioned briefly the well. Yeah. And I want to say whether you're on city water or country water, the water may be harming you because maybe you can't tolerate all the chlorine and such that's in city water. Maybe filtering your water will solve the problem. And if you're in the country, maybe a UV light because you haven't noticed the bacteria or the coliform potentially has been creeping up. So I think a lot of people get, I'm going to use the word delinquent, about checking their water frequently. I know we do. (laughs) We do. I know we do. And if you're sick, well, then maybe that's a clue or just stay ahead of the curve. Right. So take a look at your environment and see if it's making you healthy or not. And we're grateful that you joined us on this Life's Inside Track because when we move forward together, we've got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward.